Hello everyone, this is the Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z podcast and I'm your host, Steph Bodrini. This podcast is for everyone who wants to learn commercial real estate investing from A to Z and I'll be sharing with you tips and tricks for real estate investing while being mentored by a few people with several years of experience so that you and I can make the least amount of mistakes as possible and get to success a lot faster. My goal is to keep things very straightforward because I value your time and you're here to learn. Today, we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping as I learn more about the do's and don'ts of podcasting. I have learned that I'm supposed to call all of you by a specific name so that you can feel right at home on every podcast. And at first, obviously, nothing came to mind, but I knew that something very good would come to me when the time was right, and it did. I'm going to call you my real estate family. And right now we are at over 50 listeners, so it's going to be a really lively Thanksgiving, and it's going to get bigger every year. Why family? Because first, obviously, I love my family, (laughs) and they are my number one priority. The second reason is because one of the things that I love about real estate is that everyone wins. It's not a competition. We are all here to help one another. And what goes around comes around. It's a very small, tight-knit community where everyone knows each other. So I bet you didn't wake up today thinking you were going to get a new family, but here we are. Welcome to the real estate family. With that, in the last episode, we learned about lease negotiation items that are important for national tenants. We discussed LOIs, as well as what happens when a tenant goes dark. Today, we are with Adam Carswell, a director with Concordia Realty and a business development manager with ASIM Capital. He focuses on retail, mobile home parks, and self-storage, and he is also the host of his own podcast, Dream Chasers, and he also hosts another podcast, The Liberland Show, a podcast focused on the country of Liberland. Adam and his associates have done nearly half a billion dollars in repurposing and redeveloping transactions and syndications. Wow, Adam. <laughs> Amazing track record. How do you find time to live? Hey, Stephanie. Thank you for having me on the show. It's good to be here. Everyone hold your horses. I know we just dropped the half billion dollar uh, number there. That is accurate, but um, you know, I, can't, I definitely can't take credit for all of that. So it's interesting when you look at life and you know, one, one thing that you hear time and time again is find your niche and get rich. And I was going through a coaching session last week or maybe a couple weeks ago and really just focusing in on three topics at the time during my conversation with my coach. And she was like, you know, when you take a look at what you're working towards, your legacy, your mission, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Everything that you're doing is all one thing. It's all unified. It's all tied together and it's all carrying you in the direction of you fulfilling this legacy of you 
fulfilling your mission of you obtaining your goals. And that was the first time I had ever had it explained to me that way. And it was very relieving um, because I am someone that likes to do a lot of things. And I normally, normally I'm pretty good at it and have a lot of fun with it. So my advice to anyone listening who is uh, kind of gets a little bit nervous when someone says, find your niche and get rich. It is possible to, to do a lot. Especially where we live. Tell me about your business model. Why do you guys invest in the properties you invest? What is the strategy? And we can take it from there with, with further questions. Yeah, so I will have to split it into two for this answer simply because um, my business partners at each firm do go about things in different ways. So starting with, we'll start with ASIN Capital. Um, Hunter Thompson, who's also the host of the Cashflow Connections Real Estate Podcast. Anyone who has not heard of this show, go ahead and check it out. It's a little bit longer than Stephanie's show, but it's hyper, hyper detailed. Um, Hunter's someone that definitely you'd probably like to have on your show as well. But anyway, so our, our focus at ASIN is definitely more from a uh, syndication side of things. And we look to partner with experienced operators, right? And I know everyone says that, but if you take a look, if you go to our website, asimcapital.com, you can take a look at our track record. And we really, really, really take our due diligence with operators and sponsors so seriously that, I mean, I, I feel like I'm just blessed to be able to be in the same room as Hunter sometimes based on some of the things and expectations that we have set for ourselves in order to move forward with the deal. So I'd say that's a little bit of a high level answer, but the level of due diligence that we do not only on the asset or the deal that we're going into, but the amount of due diligence that we do simply on our sponsor and underwriter is literally what I would call next level. And that's one thing that I've been, again, fortunate to be in an environment with someone who does that. So that way I, I learn how to do things like this for when it is time for me to maybe spread my wings and fly or, or do a project on my own. Transitioning to Concordia Realty, who I work with, uh, Michael Flight, who's the one who introduced us to each other. We are specifically retail focused, shopping center focused, and we look for opportunities to add value to shopping centers anywhere across the U.S. Uh, we normally will stay away from primary markets, but we do like uh, secondary and tertiary markets. And we like for our shopping centers to have a grocery store as an anchor, and then at least one or sometimes two discount stores in the plaza as well. So that could be like a family dollar, Dollar Tree, Dollar General, et cetera. Drug stores are always good too, CVS, Walgreens. If we see a shopping center that fits that mold and is less than $100 per square foot, we will take a closer look at it, put it through our financial model, make assumptions, and then really you know, see if it, if it will be a good fit for us and our investors. Um, again, that's still a little bit high level of an explanation, but if anyone has questions about more of how we do either of the things that I just talked about at ASM Capital or Concordia Realty, I'm sure Steph will have my contact information in the show notes. We can talk more. Yes, and I'll put that under show notes and on the blog post as well. Mm -hmm. um, so you touched on retail, which is what Concordia focuses on. Can you share with us why are you optimistic about retail nowadays? Yeah, I have so many reasons why. And um, I'm going to try to <laughs> focus in here and, and give you at least one or two good ones. And I think sure. the first one is this happened almost a year ago now. And I'm sure you've heard of it and everyone's hearing about it. But Amazon invested $13.7 billion into brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. um, that's 
a lot of money <laughs> and a company like Amazon, the amount of data that they have access to, the amount of information that they have access to is, again, I'll use the phrase next level. There's very few people that can make a move like people or companies, organizations that can make a move like that. That's also probably as trustworthy as Amazon in regards to due diligence. So mm -hmm. I feel like that's just writing on the wall. I can't remember off the top of my head. You probably have to uh, do a web search on this one. But recently there was some movement, I want to say, with, with uh, even with Sears. I know Sears has been struggling, but there was a very interesting news point. I wish I could just remember it off the top of my head, but just look for any articles posted about Sears within the past couple months. It was kind of like, oh, wow, um, that's new. And my other reason is when you look at life in general and you look at trends and you look at things that people gravitate towards retail has had its moments and has had its days of super 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 success and it's had its days of not super success kind of like what you could say we're even going through right now but it's all cyclical retail has been around since the roman agora it just evolves and takes a new shape and a new form you had the general store in the 1900s you had sears catalog which killed that general store but then sears went brick and mortar after the catalog with all their department stores and so you know, Amazon is like the new catalog that came out and kind of killed the, the brick and mortar movement. But again, it's, it's just very cyclical. Everything's very cyclical. So right now is the perfect time to start at least researching and learning as much as you can about retail real estate because it is going to make a comeback eventually. It's not going anywhere. It's just going to evolve. So that's why I like it because everyone's kind of looking, looking right and I get a chance to go left. <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, and if I'm wrong, then hey, whatever. I'm, I'm I'm living life. I'm living a good life, and it's it's worth taking risks like this. So that's my that's my take on it. I agree, and I really like the Amazon example. It, it's definitely proof that they have done a ton of homework in right. terms of brick and mortar. Are there any areas that you guys are adding technology to your real estate investment toolkit? Uh, with ASIM Capital, we have a mentorship program that I actually took. A little over a year ago that is I say it's technology because everything that we do to facilitate the course is based around technology like there's no way we could do the teaching that we do without the tech and so um, that's one thing that I would say that we're doing to implement technology and same goes for us at Concordia it's not ready yet but we are working on a mentorship program for retail and shopping centers that I know both both me and Michael Flight, our principal, are pretty excited about. And so those are two platforms of learning, education, that would not be possible without technology the way we have it today. And so, again, if you're interested in taking either of these courses, you can definitely contact me after the show and I'll get you more information. So are they going to be online courses mostly? Correct. Correct. Yep. Great. 100% online. Wow. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So let's say we have an investor who has never done retail. How do they get into diversifying into retail? What are some, let's say, top two or three things that they should be aware of that are very important to cover in the retail world? I think the, the first thing, the biggest thing, and this is funny because I got caught up in it uh, talking to 
again, Michael Flight, who I'm not sure if you're ever going to have him on the show, but <laughs> he would be someone for people to, to see if you can Google and, and listen to uh, some interviews that he's done before as well. But uh, for example, one thing that I got caught up in looking at shopping centers was I was looking at a very high level data point like cap rate or something. And mm -hmm. so I'll never forget this conversation that I had with Michael one time. And he's like, why do you think I'm interested in this deal? And I was like, um, I don't know, is it, is it the cap rate? And he's like, <laughs> when have you ever heard me say something about a cap rate? I'm like, I'm thinking to myself like, oh man, like he's right. <laughs> we don't care about that. I mean, we do care about that, but um, right. what he was looking at was the uh, price per square foot because there was an mm -hmm. offering in Anaheim for $80 per square foot. And that's mm -hmm. like low. And then the reason why we found out, we looked into the details was the shopping center was on a ground lease. So from what I've observed, you want to look for, as I mentioned, well, we like to look for grocery stores, um, discount stores, even like Ross's, Marshall's, TJ Maxx, et cetera. But um, beyond that, looking at things like uh, price per square foot is very important. You know, you really want to focus in on what it is that you're looking for specifically. And, and that's one thing that I know right off the top that we'll, we'll take a look at right away. The other thing is in regards to an investor that's new to retail, it still really comes down to relationships at the end of the day, because everything that we do in regards to our deal sourcing and business and partners, and uh, this would really be for both firms, everything has been 100% through someone that we know or have been doing business with for a while. I mean, Concordia, we've been in business since 1990. Mm -hmm. So if we need to find a deal in South Carolina, we contact people that we know they're like that. We don't just, I, mean, I guess you could go on like Crexy or LoopNet and maybe look for a deal, but it's all super duper word of mouth. So building relationships with people who are in retail real estate is the best way to start deal sourcing. You guys can reach out to me if you want to <laughs> for that first connection to retail. Thank you, Adam. That is uh, very helpful. Is there anything else that you can think of that we should be sharing with our listeners? I would just say that make sure you subscribe to this show, to Stephanie's show, if you haven't already subscribed. Um, she's doing some really amazing things and I'm blessed to be one of the first guests on this show because I know in a few years I'm going to look back and be like, oh yeah, I was yeah. there first. <laughs> We're blessed to have you too. <laughs> How can our listeners reach you? Probably the quickest and easiest way would be to go to my website, which is Carswell, like my last name, C-A-R-S-W-E-L-L dot I-O. I is in Idaho, O is in Ohio. Carswell.io. You can contact me through the site, uh, but I will give you my email now as well, which is adam at carswell.io. And then find me on LinkedIn or any other social media platform. I'm, I'm pretty active on a daily basis and I would love to chat retail, mobile home parks, commercial real estate, et cetera, or just life with any of your listeners. And I have to say that, Adam, you are an incredible person. You have already introduced me to several people. You have been such a wonderful human being. And anyone that would work with you or partner with you is, is a lucky person. So thank mm -hmm. you so much for everything that you have done for me and for being on the podcast. I really look forward to continuing this friendship. Definitely. Thank you so much for the kind words, Miss Boldrini. Thank you, Adam. If you have any friends who would be interested in learning what we are teaching in this podcast, make sure that you share it with them. I will see you next time.